from the DenverSports.com zone across from Training Camp 2023. Thanks to Com Construction and Ting Internet. Reacting to today's practice, ROX Rocks Heating and Air presents Stokely and Zach. Powered by the Ford F-150 Lightning. All electric and built for time. We're talking in the very first uh, segment of the show, and I said, hey, I'm just fully anticipating seeing a tweet from Adam Schefter that says wide receiver Tim Patrick has torn his Achilles tendon. And in real time here, 120 seconds ago, uh, Adam Schefter tweets, Broncos wide receiver Tim Patrick is believed to have torn his Achilles tendon per sources, a season-ending injury. We've been talking about it for almost an hour. We have confirmation on it now. Just devastating move uh, news for Tim Patrick, who was coming off the ACL that he popped 363 days ago and almost exactly a year later does his Achilles. Yeah, just a bummer. Uh, you feel bad for him. You know, kind of reminds you of K.J. Hamler, year after year, injury, injury. And uh, it's just a tough deal to, to go through. You, you spend all that energy and effort and um, extra time rehabbing to get back healthy and you missed the whole year last year and you didn't get to play in a game and and you're so looking forward to getting back out there with your teammates and doing what you do best and doing you know um and having fun and you know it's um it's done it's done again before it starts it's depressing so i feel bad for him on a personal level and then football wise obviously he's a really good player and um so that's a it's a big loss before, you know, you even get the party started, right? I mean, we haven't even had appetizers yet. Right. It's, it's like we haven't even played the preseason game yet. And one of your better players is done for the year. Uh, just, uh, just a bummer. But, hey, next man up, football is going to continue. It's not going to – the season's not going to stop. So no excuses, no explanations, and it opens up an opportunity for someone else. Maybe we'll find the next Tim Patrick, undrafted guy, you know, came out of nowhere to make a football team and make an impact. Maybe we'll find the next Tim Patrick. That would be that would be fantastic. Uh, Training Camp 2023 is on the air thanks to Ting Internet. If you live in Centennial, make Ting your light speed internet provider for as low as eighty nine dollars a month. Go to ting.com slash centennial for more information. Okay, we will circle back to the Tim Patrick conversation because I do have some follow up questions. But first, Stoke, uh, I'm curious. Uh, you're <clears throat> separate from T, uh, T- Timmy Pat's injury. Um, uh, observations from practice. What stuck out to you today? Yeah, you know, kind of like D Max said. Um, you know, Russ didn't have his best day. Um, I didn't think it was. You know, we've seen worse out there. Um, Patrick, I mean uh, Paxton Lynch. Um, you know, he's he had some doozies out there. Yep. But um, no, it wasn't wasn't Russ's best practice. Now, uh, I said this before camp started. Everything is new here, guys. Yep. Right? Let's not forget that. Yep. We talked a lot about it in years past, um, you know, when it was, you know, Nathaniel Hackett or it was uh, Vic Fangio and Rich Gangarella. You know, it's a new offense, guys. It's going to take this offense um, some time to get up to speed. We're going to watch some practices where it looks ugly. And it's like, ooh, that's a, that's a bad practice. That's a, that's a bad practice from whatever quarterback, you know, we were watching. And today wasn't a great practice from Russell Wilson. I don't think it was a great practice from the offensive line, right? Um, 
You had running backs missing blocks. Um, and so that kind of throws everything off. And how much do you attribute to the newness? I think a little bit, right? And and Russ's progressions and, and decision-making needs to be quicker. But the guys up front got to do a better job of protecting. So it's a little bit twofold there, I think. But definitely not his best day. Probably would have got sacked a few times. Um, and it just wasn't crisp, right? Uh, but, like, what what were you expecting? What were our expectations going into camp that every every day was going to be great? There's going to be some struggles. There'll be more struggles offensively. I'm not putting it all on him, right? Some of it was the line missing blocks. We saw um, Alex Singletary. Um, uh, Alex Singleton. 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 Yep. Singleton. Yep. Um, I was thinking about Mike. Yep. Mike Singletary. Yep. Wishing we had him. Can't uh, do but, it. But, uh, but, but... <laughs> but Alex Singleton, um, you know, coming scot free on a on a blitz and and forcing Russ out of the pocket was that on Russ? No, he's probably supposed to be picked up. Little things like that um, just make a practice not look very well. So, not a great day. How about this? Not a great day from Russ. Not a great day from the offense yeah. as a whole. Yeah, yeah. I think that's I think that's all fair. And it was a really good uh, uh, a synopsis of what we watched for about two hours. I'll say this, you know, first of all, I. Uh, you kind of, when you went there at the war room last week, when you're like, hey, guys, you want to know what hasn't been talked about? The newness of this. And you're right. And I didn't even really sit there and think about it um, for any length of time until we kind of started talking about our brother's barbecue. I'll say this, though. I think there's a reason for that. In the past, they've been like brand new offenses. And I think that we're just assuming that, hey, this thing was – uh, so consistent for a decade and a half in New Orleans, you're getting that well-oiled and more polished offense. Just, just going to drop it here in Denver, as opposed to, hey, Hackett hasn't called plays since 2017. What's it going to look like? Hey, Vic Fangio is a, a defensive coordinator. So as a head coach, what's the offense going to look like? And I think that maybe even in my own head, I thought it was going to be more microwavable, um, but. You were spot on before we started, and I think it's only coming into more and more focus as we watch these practices. I'm not seeing the offense have some sort of great success at all. And 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 help me out with this. It feels like, at least in the couple days that we've seen so far, it feels like Russell Wilson would be taking a lot of sacks. It even, does. Even it plays does. that right. work out that the fans cheer for, I'm watching it and saying, that's a sack in real life. In, in, in real life, he, the, the pocket's not that clean. They're not, they're not easing up as they're about to take his head right. off. And I just, it's happening more than I'd like to see it. And I'm like, okay, should I be concerned about this? Yeah. Um, obviously, it's not ideal. You like a clean pocket, him step up, deliver on time, on the money, completion. Now let's go on to the next play, right? Also, in real football, you're going to have plays off script. Right. I mean, it's not going to always be a perfect pocket. So can you make a play off schedule? Um, that's that's a that's a, like Sean Payton. He mentioned that on Friday. That's 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 a part of playing in the NFL. It's a part of playing football. Right. right. We see it all the time. You see Patrick Mahomes doing it all the time. Right. You see Josh Allen doing it all the time. Russ can do it. Yep. Um, but you, you got to know when to be able to stay in the pocket. You got to know when to be able to escape. You got to know where you where where your troubles coming from. All of those things. And it just hasn't looked very clean. Right. And and those plays where he does get out of the pocket, sometimes it's like you said, you're watching a guy go right by him and like, oh, that would have hurt. Yeah. Right. That, that he would not have escaped that. Um, so but 
it's a learning process. There's going to be growing pains along the way. And we, we saw, you know, a practice that, that showed us, um, hey, this offense still got a ways to go. I think there's been so much talk about what? Sean's Payton arrival and fixing Russell Wilson. Yeah. Like, that's what we've talked about. Yep. We, but we, we forgot about this is new. This is not only new for Russell Wilson, it's new for the offensive line, it's new for the receivers. So, you know, some of those plays he's holding the ball for a little bit too long, you look and you say, hey, that, you know what? That might have been on the receiver running the wrong route. His depth might have been a little bit off, right? And so what do you do? You go in the meeting rooms and say, hey, you know what? That, that was a little bit deep there. I was waiting for you. I was on my back, my, my back foot, but you, you that's supposed to be 10 yards. You ran it at 12. You know, last year it was at 12. Right. Yeah, so... Um, little things like that. And it doesn't always uh, go to Russell. Um, there, there, there's, there's newness here for everyone. And I think we, we, we need to remember that. But certainly not a, not a good day uh, for, for the offense. I mean, there were some good plays. I like Brandon Johnson had, had a couple nice plays in there. And he, he keeps kind of showing up a little bit. Um, McLaughlin. You know, Sean Payton t- talked to him. Jamil. J- uh, Jaleel. Jaleel. Yeah, from Youngstown um, State. Yeah. Uh, how about that? I mean, he's very glowing. We'll get into that a little bit later, yeah, uh, sure. I, I'm sure. But yep. very glowing remarks from Sean Payton to, about Jalil McLaughlin. And Cecil was here two weeks ago talking about him yep. as being a surprise, uh, possibly to make this football team. So, um, you know, there were some good things there and uh, some bad things. Uh, but but certainly, um, you know, that's, that's what you're going to see in training camp. You go in there, you correct your mistakes in the film room, and hopefully you come out and you're, you're better for it. You know, it's like me. Hey. 2012, uh, 36 years old. I'm going out there in a preseason game and, and just do the dumbest thing ever, right? And Peyton gets intercepted, and so what happens? You know, you get back in the film room, you get it corrected, you get on the practice field the next day, and you know, you you run the play that's a, you know, like a layup. It's simple, but you know what? Let my guard down one second and drifted up the football field on a five yard under route, yep. and got it intercepted and. I mean, Peyton literally made me run that a hundred times the, the following day. Like, okay, I got it. I got the message. I got it, buddy. Uh, it won't happen again, I promise. But, hey, that's what you do. Yeah. That's what practice is for. <clears throat> yep. Right? And it didn't happen again for me. So, you're going to – that's that's what practice is, right? And that's why they're out there um, doing these drills and doing these things. And um, and then you go back and you correct your mistakes, and hopefully you don't have it uh, – you don't do it again. All right. They're building. They're building. And speaking of building, we're live from Training Camp 2023 in the DenverSports.com zone. Thanks to our friends at Con Construction, Colorado-owned and family-operated commercial general contracting for over 30 years along the front range. You can visit them at ConConstruction.com. Stoke, Aaron Rodgers, very pointed comments from over the weekend to Sean Payton. What do we think of what Aaron said? We'll play it and react to it coming up next. Live from the DenverSports.com zone across from Training Camp 2023. Thanks to Con Construction and Ting Internet. Reacting to today's practice, ROX Rocks Heating and Air presents Stokely and Zach. Powered by the Ford F-150 Lightning. All electric and built for tough. Okay, we are live reacting to training camp practice here on Monday, July 31st. If you are listening in real time and not after the fact on the Stokely and Zach podcast, available at denversports.com, wherever you get your podcast. Uh, news of the day, if you're just joining us, is Tim Patrick, wide receiver, coming off of an ACL. 
almost exactly one year ago to the day, uh, has ruptured his Achilles tendon. That news made official about 15 minutes ago by Adam Schefter on Twitter. Um, we also had news coming into today from over the weekend. That was with Aaron Rodgers sitting down from Jets training camp on the set of NFL Network talking with Peter Schrager. And he uh, dished his thoughts on Sean Payton's viral comments about Nathaniel Hackett last week. Check this out. It made me feel bad that someone who's accomplished a lot in the league is that insecure that they have to take another man down to set themselves up for some sort of easy fall if it doesn't go well for that team this year. thought it was way out of line and appropriate, and I think he needs to keep uh, my coach's names out of his mouth. I think he needs to keep my coach's name out of his mouth. That was good. Pretty good. That was good. <clears throat> Respect. What'd you make uh, of what what Aaron said? Um, he was spot on. Really, honestly, he was spot on. Um, said it from day one. That was a low blow. Um, that guy's a, a colleague of yours. Talking about Nathaniel Hackett here. Um, no need for that, really. We all saw it was bad. Just no need. No need at all. Um, and um, and certainly, I think obviously, you know, we talked about it on Friday. He he, he put his hand up. He did. My bad. I regret it, and he said that, so um, all good. But certainly I think what Aaron said is uh, spot on. I don't, I don't know about he's setting his team up, you know, in case something bad happens, you know, that uh, he can wash his hands of it. That's not the case. No. That, that's, that's not the case. Look, it's, 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 it is what it is this year. It doesn't matter what happened last year. You're here to fix everything. Um, but I, I think overall what Aaron Rodgers said is, is, is spot on. Um, no need for it, and um, but Sean Payton realized that after the fact. So all good. Uh, but I liked I liked Aaron Rodgers sticking up for his for his guy, right? Yeah, you know, <clears throat> I could see the response coming. Like if you watch the video, and you got to know the personal dynamics here. Peter Schrager is a good friend of Sean Payton. Okay, he is a good friend of Sean Payton. They work together at Fox. I know Schrager works for the NFL Network, but on Sundays he flies to L.A. and does the work with Fox. So they got tight this past year. He, uh, Schrager would talk about it on podcasts. So Schrager and Sean Payton are boys. All right? Okay. And Rodgers knows that. Rodgers is, like, fully aware. Go watch the video again and watch Rodgers' facial expressions as Schrager is winding up to ultimately get to the question. Rodgers is just waiting for him to shut up so he can dish on uh, uh, Sean Payton. And it was Sean Payton after those quotes went viral. Schrager was the one that tweeted, like, Sean Payton does everything intentional. Like, he's doing this to motivate his team and sort of like sticking up for Sean Payton. And Rodgers just came through and, and did what did what he did. I can tell you um, uh, the, the, the comments from the Jets' standpoint, like, however good you thought that Sean Payton was – Building goodwill with the Broncos fan base by what he said, triple it with what Aaron Rodgers yes. just did in the last forty-eight hours to the Jets fan base and his new teammates. Yep, um, spot on. Look, hey, you know we got our own thing going on over here, right? Right, and um, just worry about your football team. And, and that, that that's that's the message. That's the thought process here. And most coaches, like you, you heard Robert Sala, kind of asked about it, and you know his response was. You know, kind of the same thing. 
You know, like, hey, look, we're worried about us here. Um, and he didn't get into it. And that's how most coaches handle their business, right? Because you got enough to worry about, enough going on. You don't want outside distractions. And right. That's why it was really surprising um, what Sean Payton did. And that's why I was very critical from day one of what he did. I didn't think it was appropriate. I didn't think it was right. I didn't think he was doing any good for the Denver Broncos, any good for Russell Wilson. And um, and certainly that's kind of how it played out uh, um, that way. Uh, but but you're still going to get some, you know, um, you're still going to feel the effects of it after. Oh, yeah. And now you're feeling the effects of it again. So it's coming back up again. Now they're asking Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> right. Guess what? You know, you just showed me a second ago. It's one of the headlines still yep. on ESPN.com. One of the main headliners there is talking about that situation. So once again, what are we talking about? You know, because Aaron Rodgers was asked about it. He responded to it. You know what? We're talking about. Sean Payton's comments and um, how bad they were. And and you're talking about last year. And you're talking about Russell Wilson. Wait, what, Russell, yeah, he stunk last year. So we're going to continue to talk about this because Sean Payton brought it up. Right. Stay away from it. Right? Stay away from it. Um, and now what's next? Who, who are they going to ask next about it? And then yeah. that person's going to have to respond to it. There's going to be another headline on it again. When right now, what should we be doing? We should be focusing on, you know, the offense didn't play well today. Offense needs to get better. But we're talking about all this other stuff, and these guys are being asked about it. It just uh, didn't need to happen. No, it didn't. And, you know, this whole uh, theme of the offseason, anonymous donors, kind of worked like a, a, a reputation does or a culture does in, within a workplace. It can take a, a – let's just stick with the reputation thing. Like, you can do the right things day after day after day after day after day and get a good a good reputation in life. And then you screw up, and it can evaporate overnight. And that's kind of how I view this anonymous donors thing. Man, the Broncos knocked it out of the park this whole offseason. And then at the last moment, as we're turning the page to the actual season – this thing got turned inside out where the Denver Broncos head coach was involved in an ESPN headline four of six days. And it just all, all that kind of not not goodwill because, you know, it, it, it's an intangible thing you can't measure. But that 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 quest that you were on to fly under the radar. That's what I think when anonymous donors just show right. up and work. That's what we're going to do. We're, we're not going to tell anyone how good we're going to be. We're just going to show up and do it. That kind of flew out the window in the last 96 hours because of the guy who put that uh, 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 anonymous donors into motion in the first place. Yeah. And, you know, you're telling me um, earlier today that he did another, you know, um, like he, podcast or something that was, you know, 45 minutes long. Yeah, he sat down with Trey Wingo from the 33rd team. It's kind of like a newer media that's uh, focused from former players and coaches and GMs and whatnot. And I click on it because 33rd team, they sent it to me. In my DMs, they said, hey, exclusive interview with Sean Payton. And I click on it, and it's 46 minutes long. And I'm like, this whole idea that, like, we're not doing media and my rookies can't talk and you can't talk to Mike McGlinchey, but, like, I'm going to make all the waves and do a 45-minute interview with a, you know, digital company. I just, like, the anonymous donors think to me, it's out. Yeah. It's out because you got to practice what you preach. I'm not saying I'm down on Sean Payton because I'm not. I think he's the best coach for the Broncos right now. But I'm down on this anonymous donors thing. It feels like Vic Fangio's death by inches. It's like, okay, you talk about it, but then what, this is what game day looks like. You talk about the anonymous donors thing, and this is what 
it ended up looking like. Right. And, uh, no, I think that's a, that's a good point. And, you know, yeah, media is treated much differently now, right? You know, we go over there, and you got to wait to be escorted to the podium, right? And it's like, you know, um, we got to pay homage along the way uh, to, to listen to Sean Payton or the whoever talk. you got to put in requests to have, you know, interviews with players. Yeah. Now, right, where it used to be, you know, we were there, and then you could just pick them up. They come off the field. That's how we got our Marquette King interview, yes. right? Just stuff like yes. that, just, just natural. And so making access to players a lot more difficult. Um, but there, there Sean Payton is, you know, not not letting the media have, uh, you know, press conferences with Mike McGlinchey and these rookies that signed the contracts and, and none of that because we want to be low-key, we want to be working. But now him, on the other hand, are doing all these big big ticket, big podcast, big uh, interviews with, with these national media members, and it's like, wow, it, it, it doesn't line up with your message. So. Uh, that, that was my. That was one of the the, uh, the points that I didn't like. You know, with the first deal, it's like you've been saying anonymous donors all year, and now you know you're making a big deal about this. So, um, it's um, it's a uh, it's it's a different. It, it just doesn't line up. And as a player, you look at him like, right, bro, what's what, yeah, what's going it? on here? Yeah. Yeah, very interesting. Very interesting. Not not the biggest deal in the world, but certainly something that was trying to put in place. It's it's a departure from it from from what we're actually experiencing. Okay, um, guys, we have more breaking Broncos news in, in real time, and I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's not good. Details next. Live from the DenverSports.com zone across from Training Camp 2023. Thanks to Con Construction and Ting Internet. Reacting to today's practice, ROX Rocks Heating and Air presents Stokely and Zach. Powered by the Ford F-150 Lightning. All electric and built Ford Tough. Broadcast from Training Camp 2023 is powered by the Ford F-150 Lightning, all electric and built Ford tough. Okay, got some uh, breaking Broncos news that is definitely unfortunate. Um, The Broncos, and this is coming from Mike Garofalo, who I believe had it first. The Broncos plan to waive wide receiver K.J. Hamler today with a non-football illness designation sources say though the transaction is procedural and designed with an eye toward bringing him back hamler's condition isn't overly serious and he's expected to miss weeks and not months now hamler himself posted on his instagram page which mike cliss um took a screen grab of and and tweeted it out there and what uh kj said was Quote, after feeling some chest pains while working out on the break before camp started, I got everything checked out and was diagnosed with a uh, with mild heart irritation called pericarditis. Pericarditis is what we're going with. Yeah. I've got a, a great treatment plan with medicine and am taking a quick break to get this all taken care of so I can get back to doing what I love. KJ went on to say, I will be back on the field better and stronger than ever as soon as possible this season. I feel great physically, and this is very frustrating for me to deal with. I know most of you have heard or know of my story and these past few years, what I've been going through on and off the field. And I think he goes on to to, 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 yeah. to, to talk a little bit more. But um, 
This sounds like something that's not you know, life-threatening, but K.J. Hamler, um, well, this is, just isn't good news because he's missing valuable time at training camp, and he's in a position battle to make the football team. Well, he's getting cut. Right. I think right. he's getting right. cut from the right. football team. He's right. getting waived, right? Um, that's what Mike Garofola is telling us. So, um, yeah, K.J. Hamler will no longer be a Bronco. They say they want to bring him back or eye on possibly bringing him back, but um, I guess we'll see. I, I, you know, I, I don't know what kind of role that would be in. He didn't practice pretty much all all season. He's not going to practice all of training camp. So what are you going to bring him back for? Right. I mean, I guess they can bring him back on the practice squad and take a look at him, but you're not going to bring him back on the active roster right away. So, you know, I'm, I'm kind of fully um, preparing myself for the K.J. Hamler uh, 10-year experiment to be over, and it's a shame for him, but he just could never stay healthy. No. It was one thing after another. Yes. I mean, one thing after another with him, it's like, just when he thought things were headed back in the right direction and that he was going to be starting camp not on the pup list, right? It's like, oh, gosh, but the peck, he's not going to be ready for camp for a while. Well, he's doing some things in the off season, you know, there at the end of mini camp. He he'll, looks like he's going to be a good to go. Then this thing pops up. The peck thing happened. Yep. You know, it's like if it's not one thing, it's another uh, with K.J. Hamler, unfortunately. You know, hey, a lot of it's out of his control, but. He's never available. That's why they redid his contract. That's right. Because they were going to so, cut him. That's right. Because of things like this. It's always something injury-wise with K.J. Hamler. Then they would have been on the hook right, right for his full contract. Um, but not anymore. That's why they're just moving on from K.J. Hamler right now um, and trying to get out from, from underneath this thing and open up a roster spot. Uh, you know, it's, wow. it's, it's the, the curse of the Broncos wide receiver room is what it is. You are not kidding. It's I bad, mean, man. every single year. Every single year, that room specifically, something devastating happens. Whether it's the Tim Patrick ACL a year ago, Tim Patrick Achilles tendon today, Cortland Sutton uh, ACL three years ago, KJ Hamler, uh, he did his ACL right, and then we found out he needed hip surgery as well. Yeah, it was the double. Like, yeah. it was like, oh my gosh, this room has been ravaged, and here we are, Stokely. It's still July. Tim Patrick's done for the season. KJ Hamler's just been waived. I mean, I know, like, we can we can talk ourselves into Brandon Johnson filling those shoes perfectly, or you know, Lil Jordan Humphrey, or whatever. Um, Marquez Callaway. Yeah, maybe Marquez That's Callaway. There's one. some more substance right. there because he's a veteran player. He is. He is. But I just. Goodness, the Broncos feel snake bitten. That's what it feels like on a day like today. Yeah, it's football. Unfortunately, right? It's it's it can be cruel sometimes, especially when it comes to injuries. I don't think you were expecting much from KJ Hamler this year. I wasn't expecting anything from KJ Hamler this year, so it's not like it's a huge loss for the team, like the Tim Patrick news yeah. of him tearing his Achilles today. Yeah. Um, that's a huge loss. Now, were we hopeful KJ Hamler would have some type of impact this year? Absolutely, I was hoping for him that he would finally catch a break. And be healthy, and you know it's just like a storybook ending, a Disney ending yeah. where oh man, KJ Hamler's—he's that slot receiver we've been looking for, and um, that's just not going to happen, though. No. And and maybe it's best to, you know, move on, change the scenery, and and maybe to help him out. But he just can't stay healthy, man. Unfortunately. Yeah, it's a, you know, what it is for me. I think on a day like today, and if you're just joining us, um, KJ Hamler being waived by the Denver Broncos. 
Uh, he's got a bit of a health uh, issue that uh, you know sounds like he'll be able to you know come back and get cleared at a certain point in time. But what it does feel like for me is uh, a period at the end of the KJ Hamler Denver Broncos sentence. Like I, I don't see KJ Hamler playing a snap of football moving forward for the Denver Broncos. Could it happen? Of course it could. Right. Uh, but the way I sit here today, after so much has happened for this former top fifty pick, I mean, this was a guy who was supposed to change the look of the offense and take the top off, and yep. you know, it just it never came into focus ever, ever. Um, You're and, right, though. You're right. Look, it could end up happening, but the the. Probability is this thing is not going to turn out uh, well here for KJ Hamler. A lot of things have to go his way for him to to ever put on a Broncos uniform again. Yeah. Okay. Our analysis of training camp 2023 is presented by Rocks Heating and Air. That's R O X Rocks Heating and Air. Uh, and we want to give a shout out too because we're live from training camp 2023 in the DenverSports.com zone. Thanks to our friends from Con Construction. Con with a K. Colorado-owned and family-operated commercial general contracting for over 30 years along the front range. You can visit them at conconstruction.com. We'll go over some of our observations from today's training camp practice, including what did we make of Russell Wilson's day? How did Javante Williams look? We'll get to all that coming up next. From the DenverSports.com zone across from Training Camp 2023. Thanks to Con Construction and Ting Internet. Reacting to today's practice, ROX Rocks Heating and Air presents Stokely and Zach. Powered by the Ford F-150 All electric and built for tough. Alright, we are live. And you know, I say uh, you know, once in a while here doing the show that. You know, I wish we were live in commercial break. Yeah, for some you know fun yeah. conversations or comments or off-color comments. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, here I wish we were live with a oh camera watching Brandon <sighs> Stokely try to navigate his Uber Eats driver yep. Yep. to an address that's not an address it's because we're kind of on the side of the road. You know right. what the address is? The DenverSports.com zone, son. That's right. That's the address, but yes. it doesn't pop up. No, it doesn't. Yes. So watching Stokely trying to navigate his Uber driver, yeah. his Uber Eats driver here. Yes. Um, how, how did it, how's it going? Awful. I'm not <laughs> expecting to get my Chipotle bowl. I'm just telling you that right now. Um, so it's just it's yeah. It's, I'm, I'm just charging it to the game. You yep. know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. And I figure that's where it's going to be. But if you see like a gray Volkswagen come by, <laughs> that's that's my guy. Um, but it was – and the communication, so there was a little bit of a language barrier there. Oh, yep, that could so that, that happen. That, that made it more difficult because I'm just like, I don't know – you know, we don't have an address. So I just – wherever – where whatever popped up on there, I figured my location. Yeah. Like, it's going to be right here, this building right here. Right. Right next to us, right? Yep. Apparently it's not. I don't know where the location went, but I'm just trying to tell them just, dude, like right here in the corner. Right here in the corner, right? Just, just on the corner across from the uh, – the facility, but it's um, a lot lost in translation and my Chipotle bowl. I'm not, and I did, and I paid for extra speedy delivery. Oh so, no, yeah, because I was like, dude, a buck fifty. I'm really hungry. Right, Drew, right, Drew Speedback, our um, quote unquote producer, uh, screwed me. And you know, because if you tell someone you, you're going to be able to get lunch for them, you know, like I'll be your lunch guy, and then they count on it. They don't bring lunch. You figure, and then you know, you're counting on that guy, right? Yeah. Well, he left. He left, so then now I'm doing the extra speed. There he is. There he is. Got him. 
Got Damn. him, coach. Whoa. Got him, coach. Thank you, hey. Woo! Thanks. Oh, Bang. How about that? Hey. How about that? We got it. Got, we got Stokely's lunch. Oh, my goodness. My man. Richie Thank Carney. So, oh. so what happened was Stokely handed the phone duties off to Richie. Which is like standard fare for Richie because Richie's just on the phone a lot. He's Mr. Phone. That's the other. That's the other. Uh, uh, you know, uh, gripe I have uh, today. Uh, besides Drew leaving me out to drive for my lunch, we're up there in the media tent, right? Which is a long ways away, and we're trying to watch practice. And Richie takes three phone calls within a five-minute period, and he's standing in front of everyone talking. And after the first, during the first phone call, I tap on the show I'm like, dude, like. If you're going to be on the phone... You look like an agent. You look like, like Drew Rosenhaus. Right. Like, go go like, in the back. Go outside and talk, right? Because you're not watching anything. You're just you're distracting the people that are actually working, right? Um, and I, I heard it, it It sounded like you almost like he was talking about parlays. Like, you know, I want the three-team parlay, not the two-team parlay. Give me the He's minus six. Calvin Ridley on from yes, the facility. Yes, from the like facility. That, man. I'm like, you can't just oh, do that no. on your app. It's like, I don't know, man. It was a disaster. Oh, though. man. But I got my lunch well, made up for it. Yeah, Richie just made it, you know, yes. just totally redeemed himself. <sighs> um, our analysis of Training Camp 2023 presented by ROX Rocks Heating and Air. Um, what, what kind of day did Russell Wilson have? He struggled. He struggled. It wasn't his best day. Uh, it just seemed like there was pressure. A lot of pressure in his face, and, uh, you know, whenever he, he did have time, there weren't guys open. So I'm not putting it all on Russ. We didn't see him go out there and throw three interceptions. No. He threw a pick to Justin Simmons, but he was sacked before. That just kind of threw it up there. So I don't put a lot into the, the interception at all. Um, but My, not, not a crisp practice offensively. Go ahead, sorry. No, no, I was going to say about the pick. Like, he knew the play was dead. And I think they still want him to get the ball out right. there so someone can get a rep in of right. work. Yes, exactly. So, uh, yeah, again, because uh, I heard D-Mac brought that up. He's like, yo, it's a terrible. I don't know what he was thinking. I think the thought is there, I know I'm dead. Let's try to salvage the rep for someone else. Exactly. And, um, you know, and we don't know what they're being coached to do. Right. Right. And so we've seen him coach to, uh, to throw in completions before. We have. And, and <laughs> we, we have. We need to discuss that. I want to discuss that. Okay. Because I saw something today. Okay. Okay, so we're going to discuss that next segment. I'll give you a tease. Uh, All right. Going to the next segment. Great. Uh, but, so hopefully we can get that audio somewhere. Yes. Shout out to Kevin Kisner behind yes. the glass to find that audio. Patty Sherman. Uh, Pat we're, Sherman. We're coming up on the anniversary of that, by the way. Yeah. Um, I literally and, have a note in my calendar. Do you really? I'm not kidding. Oh, wow. Wow. That's, and I will have that's, that video ready. And don't oh. steal my idea. Oh. Okay. Love it. Love it. Now <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. No, but like we're not—we don't know what their their coach to do on on, the, on those plays. Like, hey, when you get outside the pocket, just like like you said, you're trying to give these guys a rep. Yep. So who got a rep there? Justin Simmons did. Good. Like that's part of the game. We're trying to get, help the defense out too, right? Maybe Jerry Judy goes up and catch it. Well, that's a that's a good rep for Jerry Judy because that's football. Yeah. Plays like that are going to happen in the NFL in a game. So, you know, some coaches don't want you throwing it up there for grabs. Some of them do. Uh, so. I don't put a lot into that. I just think overall the offense was rusty. Yeah, it was. And it should be expected. This is new for everyone. This offense is new. They're trying to learn it um, um, and trying to figure this thing out on, on the fly. So it's gonna, we're going we're gonna to see days like this. Hopefully they get it cleaned up. And, you know, Zach, it's, it's like a lot. I, I talk about a lot whenever things go bad. Like, that could be a positive. I don't want to. Right. You go out there, you see everything going perfectly, and everyone's catching the balls, and it's just like, you know, Peyton Manning. Uh, led Colts offense, you know, for all those years when everything was just easy and it looked great, you know, 99% of the time. 
I don't want to see that. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'd like to see that, but that's not going to be real life here. You go back now, you can correct your mistakes, right? Because they're going to they're have plenty of them during the season. Now you can fix those things moving forward. That's how you learn. That's how you get better. But if everything is peaches and cream and everything is going great, you know, you <coughs> think you're the best. Right. Now you just, when a coach is teaching you something, you're just like, ah, we got this, guys. Ooh, this thing is awesome, man. We, we are, we are, we're making play after play against this defense. You start getting overconfident, right? So you need to be humbled, and you need to go in that meeting room and get chewed out maybe and, like, hey, you know, to um, Tony Jones Jr., you got you to be more firm in the pocket there. Let's a guy go right around him. Uh, Albert O., you can't get freaking trucked by Randy Gregory on a keeper, oh. you know, on a bootleg game, and he's coming across, and he's got to pick up the defensive end, and he gets Randy Gregory, put him on his back, mm. on his back. Flat back, though. Yeah, sack, right? So, like, that that's teaching points, uh, and, 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 and that's what you need, and that's what training camp's all about, and certainly the offense is going to have a lot of those today. Um, even even sometimes where it feels like the offense is having success, I remember there was a play, Cortland Sutton's coming across the middle, catches a pass, hey, hey a catch. It kind of turned to him like, in real life, would Cortland Sutton just got his head taken off? Yeah, he did. And yeah. you're and you're like a thousand percent. And that in that moment, for a split second, felt like success. But even even there, there's 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 a context to it. Yeah, you know, he's running a route just to give the the, the listeners a little context. There, he's running a, a a route like a drag route from the right to the left, a five yarder. And usually, and and every, every team's different. Every team coaches these things differently, but usually. You um, you stay on the move versus man, right? And you're trying to beat the man. You're trying to run away from man-to-man coverage. And if it's zone, once you get to, like, the far hash area, you find the void there and you hook it up. Yep. Because guess what? When it's zone, there's a guy usually sitting out there in his zone, right? And so what happens? You know, the guy kills you, takes your head off if you're running right into him. And usually that guy is a linebacker. Uh, so that's not ideal. So I don't know if there's some mix-up there and Cortland was supposed to sit it down and he didn't realize it and he kept going or if that's just the way they run their, their drag routes. So, uh, But certainly Cortland would have been feeling that um, tomorrow morning yeah. if it was real if football. Was real football, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, uh, we are uh, live uh, from Training Camp 2023 uh, and we're sipping cold waters. Thanks to our friends at Gravinas. If you're uh, dropping by anytime uh, during camp and you want to slide through the DenverSports.com zone, uh, well, you can get broken off of one of these cold waters. Thanks to our friends at Gravinas. Okay, uh, we're going to take a, a quick timeout. But when we come back, you want to g- provide some context for what was it again? Incompletions. We were. Oh yes. What? What did today's practice have to do with Pat Shermer and practicing incompletions? That's coming up next.